So this morning, this this evening, actually I'm warm. <laughs> this evening I'm warm. This evening I want to introduce Prajnaparamita, um, who is here on our central altar. She usually sits on the main altar beside the Buddha. And for our retreat, we've brought her into the center of our circle of women. She's here to remind us that the sacred feminine can be embodied, can be embodied, can be, uh, can be real. That wasn't really what I was going to say, but that seemed like the right thing to say that we can embody the sacred, that we can uh, embody the awakened qualities of the feminine. So Prajnaparamita is called the mother of the Buddhas, the mother of the Buddhas. It's one of the many attributes one of many names that she has. Because she represents the wisdom, the liberating wisdom, the the non-dual wisdom, which the Buddhas, all the Buddhas, and all of us must recognize, must awaken to, in order to be free, in order to be liberated. So she is representing the wisdom itself. The Prajnaparamita suttas, the, uh, she came through as teachings first, and then later was uh, embodied. Later images began to be created of Prajnaparamita. But from the beginning, Prajnaparamita was female. It was Prajnaparamita she. The female pronoun was there from the beginning of the teachings. And so it's really the, the first emergence in the Buddhist tradition of a female uh, embodied enlightened being. It took us a long time to find the right image to have in this hall to sit beside the Buddha. And I think we finally have just the right one. So in this retreat, we're invited to recognize the sacred in ourselves, to recognize our true nature, who we really are. The word recognize is important. It's important in lots of different spiritual traditions. You might hear this word, recognize. So why is this important? Why is this significant? The word recognize tells us that what we are being invited to, what is being pointed to, is already here just waiting to be recognized, waiting to be known, to be 
to be known in ourselves and in, in each other. By definition, our true nature, our essential nature, our essence is who we are. It's who we already are. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to make it up. We don't have to go outside of ourselves to find it. It's who we are. And so as women, this true nature, this essential nature, this essence is the sacred and female form, is the sacred feminine. What we awaken to is the sacred feminine. What we begin to recognize in ourselves and in each other is the sacred feminine. It's just one of the ways to talk about, to point to what we're, what we're inviting ourselves to in this retreat. So pause for a moment right here. Just check in with yourself. You could come inside. And notice what you feel when you hear this. Maybe what you feel is, ah, of course, yes. Some moment of recognition of, of course. And also there may be feelings of doubt, of self-doubt, of, well, yeah, it sounds good, but I don't know what that means. I'm not feeling like that's about me. So our conditioning is not to recognize, not to see, to feel, to know the sacred in ourselves. That's our conditioning. The sacred feminine is mostly invisible in our world, has been mostly left out, unseen, unacknowledged, hidden, unnamed for thousands and thousands of years. And we are living in a time when in every spiritual tradition we are Women are, in different ways, waking up, finding our place, taking our seats, finding our voices, remembering ourselves. And it's just in time, because our world needs us, needs us to be included, to include ourselves, to find our way in to our deepest wisdom, and to live that, to embody that. So as we're talking about embodiment tonight, this is why we're talking about it. When we do this practice, we are invited to wake up to what our world needs. Not only what we need, but when we are doing this practice, the healing work that we're doing here, the remembering It's also for all of those in our world who are, who are also needing the mirroring, needing the reminder, needing to see us and in stepping into our true nature, embodying our true nature, waking up.
So our practice supports us in this. And um, so this is what we're really working with tonight. And Prajnaparamita is here to remind us in a fully embodied way. When I first met Prajnaparamita, I have to say, I had a little trouble relating to her. It has something to do with her headdress. Um, It's enough to make me self-conscious to think, wow, this is the embodiment of sacred feminine? This is, gosh, I can't really quite see myself there. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that she's not wearing that much. She's kind of wearing flower ornaments and a few jewels and maybe a few scarves. And um, one of the ways, there are two things that help me to relate to her and to begin to know her intimately. And one was a completely serendipitous event, which was that I happened to be in Bali with my family uh, in the year 2000 uh, when Oka, the carver, was carving this Prajnaparamita image for this meditation hall. And I happened to have only one name in Bali to look up, and it was Oka the Carver. (gasps) And so when we got to Ubud, the arts capital of Bali, um, I asked someone to take me to this uh, carving studio. And when I arrived, um, Prajnaparamita was sitting in the center of his studio, It was about as big as the council house, but it had glass on every side. It was a beautiful studio. And she was sitting in the middle of this, of the studio, surrounded by the wood shavings that he had just taken off the last bits of the carving. And he didn't know I was coming. Clearly she was his, his piece of, uh, his, uh, she had a place of honor. Uh, it wasn't just because I was going to show up there to visit her. I didn't even know that he was still carving her. I thought maybe she was already sent back to Spirit Rock. So that was my first encounter with her. And I was just in awe of the fact that she is so female and so confident. So don't you think? Doesn't she, doesn't she have a confident posture? She does not look shy. (laughs) She does not look like an introvert, (laughs) which is, of course, why I have trouble relating to her. But eventually, I did find another way in, and that has to do with her mudra, her hand gesture. So she has uh, this particular hand gesture Prashnaparamita is holding the pairs of opposites. She's holding the non-dual wisdom, which means all of the, the apparent paradoxes of our world, the both-and moments of our world, the this-and-that moments. The, she's the space that holds it all. And all those times when we feel like we need to you know, identify with this and we don't want to really look at that or we're identifying with this and we don't want to look at that. All of those personal conflicts where we're really caught in the struggle and, you know, we feel like we have to choose and we don't know what to choose. 
all of those moments of confusion and not knowing, all the conflicts in our world, she is the space that holds it all. And her mudra is the bringing together of the pairs of opposites. And so if you can't see Parjnaparnita, maybe you can see me. So this is, this is the beginning of the mudra. These hands are open, and then these, the thumb and the first finger come together like this. So join me if you would like to. <laughs> then this hand comes against, comes into the heart center facing out. The right hand, heart center facing out. And this one comes over. And the two little bird mouths <laughs> might touch. In some images they touch and some they don't. Some, they're just close together. And so she's bringing together the pairs of opposites. Her mudra displays her wisdom. Displays her wisdom. You can rest your hands against your heart center and close your eyes and feel that for a moment. Let your shoulders drop. Check to see that you're breathing. And just feeling that, letting those hands, those two parts of the world, this world of duality in which we find ourselves, just rest close to your heart. You don't have to get it right. Don't worry too much about it. You can play with it later. But just that feeling of the pairs of opposites held in the space of your heart. This is what she's offering, that kind of wisdom, this inclusive, generous, spacious wisdom. Holding it all. Nothing needs to be left out. Nobody needs to be left out of this wisdom. So thank you. Now let your arms relax. (sighs) And just let your breath relax. So I found my way to Prajnaparamita through her mudras. And there are two other mudras that are associated with Prajnaparamita. Because she's not actually a real person, she appears in lots of different forms. She's apparently one of the most prolific. (laughs) She has lots of different mudras. So there are two more that I want to tell you about, to show you and invite you to, because they display other as- other aspects of her wisdom. So, um, this is the open arm mudra. You can let your hands just open, flop open like a lotus. Your arms can be up against your the sides so that you can rest your elbows. And also so 
we don't end up flopping over on top of our neighbors. You're just tucking your elbows in a little bit and letting yourself feel the openness of this gesture. The open arm mudra. If you can't see me, just look at the neighbors across the way. This is the gesture of openness and spaciousness in which everything is included. She is the space that is big enough to hold everything. Even the confusions, the disappointments of our lives, the painful feelings, the discomforts, the ways we forget ourselves, we lose touch with our wisdom, our sacredness. All the ways we leave ourselves out of our hearts, even this is included in her open, spacious holding of the world, holding of all beings. Just let your eyes close and feel that sense of spacious openness. Let your shoulders drop so that you're not stressful. It's not a stressful posture. It's just open, inclusive. Thank you. And now let your hands come back to rest. And resting now in the last mudra, which is the resting mudra, one hand resting in another. Lots of uh, sacred feminine images have this uh, mudra of hands resting one inside the other, just down in your in your lap, comfortably letting your shoulders drop. Relaxing and releasing. Letting yourself feel that moment when the breath flows out. Maybe we take this moment just to return to rest together and feel that sense of release with the exhale. Just, ah, the end of the first day. It's a good time for that sound of release with the next exhale again. I'm feeling into your body, feeling into your body embodying presence, embodying presence that is inclusive, that is, not looking for anything special, open to just what is here. This kind of spacious, inclusive wisdom that women know intuitively, 
spacious, inclusive wisdom comes naturally to us as women. As women. We tend to see through separations. We tend to want to make connection. To find ways to connect beyond our differences. And so the wisdom of Prajnaparamita is actually familiar, comes naturally. We begin to recognize her wisdom in ourselves. So let your eyes softly close, let your shoulders drop, let your hands be at ease. And as we rest now in the quiet together for the last few minutes, coming to the end of our evening, of the first day, I invite you to return to the place where we began, relaxing into the feeling of being held by the earth, And feel the heaviness, perhaps, of your body, whatever you're feeling, just now. Any extra holding, grasping, clenching, extra tension in your shoulders or the muscles of your face, wherever you know these familiar places, just relaxing with the next breath, breathing out with the exhale, releasing anything that is extra, softening into your sitting, resting in the quiet. Noticing that there is space here for you just as you are. As you rest in the flow of life, feeling the flow of breath, resting in spacious, open awareness.
And for the last couple of minutes together, just take a moment to notice, could you feel a little bit more of that spaciousness, that generosity, that kind, inclusive awareness for yourself, just as you are, whatever you're feeling right now, whatever your experience might be, could even this be included, meeting yourself with kind attention, with great compassion, held in the arms of the Great Mother, May each woman in this circle be held by the energies of kindness, of compassion, all of these qualities of the open heart, which we are cultivating here for ourselves and for each other. And may all the blessings of our practice today be extended to all beings in all directions without one exception. So it's time for walking meditation. Enjoy the beautiful evening. And then there is a final sitting at 9 o'clock for those who have the energy to sit longer. It's a beautiful time to sit. And this would be the time when we would ask you to check in with yourself to see if you're actually ready for napping meditation, in which case napping meditation is in your bed. So, thank you so much. Have a good evening. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.